Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dating Will Be the Death of Me. I'm Amanda, your host, and I'm really excited about today. We have an amazing guest who is a podcast host of the podcast, The Icarus Complex, which I've mentioned before on um, this show. And I'm going to have a nice conversation with Lyndon Cole, the creator of The Icarus Complex. He is doing amazing things. If you haven't checked out The Icarus Complex, you definitely should. It is unlike any other podcast that I've listened to. I tend to usually listen to either like true crime, news, or goofy like show reaction podcasts. But this one is really cool. It's like a drama and, you know, explores the ideas of toxic masculinity and and dating. So I would definitely, you know, after you listen to this episode and hear from Lyndon, I would definitely give it a listen. But before we talk to Lyndon, I just wanted to do kind of like a little update. Um, I'm still single, still on the apps. And it's kind of slowed down a little bit, I think just out of frustration. I deleted Bumble, so I'm just on Hinge and really having a hard time finding anyone that I am like super interested in other than one guy that I've been seeing who I had a very interesting conversation with my friends about last weekend, just kind of talking about my tendency to maybe go for the wrong type of guy. You know, this guy that I've been seeing shows interest, is stable, has a job, works hard, has very similar values to me, is a good person, values mental health, is close with his family, like literally all of the things that I say I look for. And then I find myself texting all the wrong people. And it's not like I'm ignoring this good person. I just had a date with him last night and I have so much fun with him. It's just like really easy to hang out with him, but I do find myself, I don't know, looking for looking for what's wrong in him. Um, and I was talking to my friends and I <laughs> kind of just was like, I just want someone who's like obsessed with me. You know, like I want someone who wants to spend all their time with me and, you know, goes out of their way above and beyond, blah, blah, blah. And my friends were like, that's not healthy because I've very much been in relationships that have gone from zero to a hundred and it's great in the moment, but then it crashes and burns because it's not sustainable. And it's also, I feel like not built on a solid foundation. So it was just very interesting hearing from my friends, you know, they were very honest, which I appreciate. And it's, it's not something I don't know. Like I know I should be going for the nice, stable, he's attractive to me. Um, you know, he checks all of the boxes, but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's like the thrill of dating the the wrong guy or the bad guy, um, but I'm really trying to actively not do that and not like self-sabotage because there are other people that, you know, are wanting to hang out with me and I'm like actively trying to say like, you know what, that's probably not the best decision. Um, I had been, I had reconnected with someone, I've known him for like 
four years and we had been talking. Then I went over to his apartment one time and his, his roommate was there and like me and his roommate end up talking. And then another friend was there. Me and the friend started, it was just like very messy. And I think I just like kind of enjoyed like, like it was fun, funny, which is messed up. And my cousin was like, you just like enjoyed the mess. I'm like, yeah. Um, just out of boredom, I guess. I don't know. This It's just been like a weird time lately too. It's gross weather-wise. Actually, today is very nice. It's, it's 50 degrees and sunny, but it's been snowy and gross and rainy and cloudy. Just, you know, all the the things that I love to do, like go outside for walks or, you know, go meet up with people outside, play sports outside are like not available right now. So I feel myself just getting restless. And I've noticed that when I'm restless, I maybe don't, don't make the best decisions. So that's something that I need to be more like actively aware of. And maybe, you know, like just date the normal people or, or date the people that don't have attachments to my past or to other people in my present, because I was also out on a date. And it was, again, someone that I had met maybe like two years ago. And we reconnected, like we rematched on the apps and like, oh, like, you know, maybe we should try this again meet up for a drink. And we're out on our date and it came up. He was like, oh yeah, I went to this high school and I played football. And I jokingly was like, oh, you must know my ex. And come to find out they're like best friends. And I was like, are you best friends though? Cause like, I didn't, I met all of my ex's friends, I thought, and you weren't one of them. And it was just, you know, he had said that he kind of disappears at times, which that's a red flag. I mean, that should have been enough for me to be like, you know, a little sketchy, but also I, you know, shouldn't, shouldn't be going out. I don't think with um, one of my ex's best friends. Cause I know if the situations were, were reversed, it would be awkward. Um, he ended up calling my ex and like filling him in on it. And my ex was like, oh yeah, you know, it's fine. Like whatever. Um, but I was telling, I was telling my, my roommate and my other friends, like, I don't, I don't see a future with this person that is friends with my ex. Um, but I kind of just wanted my ex to find out, which is so petty and so like immature, but you know what? I was just, I felt like I needed to be petty that day. Um, so I let him call my ex and, and explain everything. Um, and like, again, kind of messed up on my part because I don't really see a future with this person, but it was totally pettiness and immaturity coming out. But you know what? Sometimes sometimes we're petty and sometimes we're immature and uh, just got to be self-aware and, and, you know, try to grow from there. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my update. Nothing, nothing crazy in terms of any status updates. Like I said, I'm still single. Uh, I think my most promising prospect is the nice guy, which I totally don't subscribe to like the nice guy finishes last thing. I, I fully am aware. I know that that is the person that I should be focusing my time on. It's the healthiest decision for me. It's the most mature decision for me. And I think I'm going to go for it and just focus on that because it's just got, it got, it's gotten exhausting. Uh, That's why I ended up deleting Bumble. It just became to go between two apps and try to like, and you'd end up seeing the same person on both apps. And it's so awkward for whatever reason. 
I would match with people on Bumble and then they would feel the need to match with me on Hinge when they saw me. And I'm like, we're already talking in one place. This is weird. But yeah, so that's my update for me. Uh, Like I said, we are going to be talking with Lyndon Cole. Um, We'll take a break. And then when we get back, we will hear from him and all about his amazing podcast, The Icarus Complex. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, so we're, we're here with Lyndon Cole from the Icarus Complex podcast. Hi. Good morning. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thank you. Not bad at all. Well, thank you for, for talking with me. Yeah, it's been, um, it's been on the books for a while, right? So it's good to finally sit down and speak with you. Yeah, I know. This has been scheduled for like a few months, I feel like. Yeah, pre, maybe before Christmas, I think it was, or just after Christmas. Was it really that long? I think so. Wow. I could be wrong, though. Oh, the anticipation, be... it's been building. <laughs> so exciting. So do you want to just tell us a little bit about uh, you and your podcast? Um, yeah, I can do. So um, first name, Lyndon, last name, Cole. Um, started a podcast, or started my podcast back in June last year. Um, it's called the Icarus Complex, and it's basically the story of a protagonist called Liam, who basically just tries to get through life with relationships, be it friendships or with females, um, and the problems that he faces with those situations. I don't really want to say too much more than that because I feel like I might give away the story and plot lines, but obviously the, the, the person does go through a lot of issues and um, I am trying to, or was trying to show how difficult it is for men to deal with their emotions and how tricky it is for us men as well in relationships to try and keep things sane. So that's yeah, the premise. Speak more to that. What do you mean, keep things sane? Um, so obviously I know men have a stereotype for relationships obviously it's often sometimes it's seen as a man as the one that seems to be the one that ruins things um <laughs> and that may or may not be true uh, but obviously i'm trying to or i've tried to do a side of the story where it's more of an even playing field um and just tell the untold story of what it is like for men in relationships where they don't go right or when they try to keep them working well um, and the other person isn't playing ball um yeah, so that's that's basically it. So it's it's obviously it's accountable. It's the main character has to be held accountable for the things that he does as well. Um, it's obviously very important to have that. Um, but I'm trying to show that it isn't just. Yeah, it's a two-way street. Um, no, I was just going to ask. So it's a like a drama, right? So it's like a story. It is. Yeah, and... it's an audio drama. So it was it was originally turned. It was originally a book that I wrote um, probably about seven years ago. The original title. Um, was called Confessions of a Narcissist, but I don't think that was a really good title. Yeah, so that's something that you mentioned in the first, like right off the bat, right, about being a narcissist. Yeah, Yeah. and I think it's more of a self-proclaimed title that the character gives rather than someone actually calling him that. I think it's more there are elements to his behavior that may seem narcissistic, but I don't think he's narcissistic to an actual actual degree. so yes, I wrote that seven years ago, um, and the idea was to turn it into a book, but it didn't really quite turn it in the way that I wanted it to. Okay. Um, and then 
COVID happened, lockdown happened, and I decided to turn it into an audio book. But then I realized maybe an audio drama might be a little bit better. So things like sound effects and music and character voices, I've added it to it now. So it gives it a bit more of an immersive feel. And I'm now on my, my third season. So Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm, thank who, you very much. Who do you get to do your voices? That's something that I've thought about when I've been listening. <laughs> um, random people, actually. Random, um, like just so, not people, yeah, not yeah. friends? No, no, no. It's no, no one that I know. So you no just went out and found some like it's... Irish girl to be? Funnily enough, actually. Um, so I, the first few episodes was me. Um, so any female voices you hear, I think the first two or three episodes are probably me, and I've just changed the pitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen. Yeah, but then I realized it didn't sound too good. Obviously, if I keep doing female voices, as you can tell. So um, <laughs> I joined an app called Fiverr, um, and obviously it's freelance individuals who want to do um, voice acting and stuff like that. So ah. I've reached out to a few people. I do I do auditions now for my uh, for my roles. Um, they haven't always been great. Um, I might put an ad out, for example, and ask someone for a female in the ages range of 20 to 30. And then I get about 10 guys saying, oh, I'll do it. And I was like, well, <laughs> look, that's, that's not going to work for me. So thank you. Um, but yeah, now I have a select few people that I work with now because obviously they've, their quality of work is what I need. So yeah, that's the best way of putting it to sound polite. That's cool. That's yeah. I don't know. That was something that came into my mind. Well, if you need any American girls with um, an annoying voice, you can call me. No, no, I think your voice is okay. And no, actually, I'm, I'm, I may have a role in mind for you, so don't worry. I'm, I'll definitely, uh, i definitely reach out. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so, other than your podcast, because I mean, so my podcast obviously is about dating and of course how much fun I've heard it. it's very, it's very good, by the way. Thank you. Um, just trying to, trying to be you. Um, what's your like dating? What's it like now? Cause it's so obviously it's still COVID. Um, you obviously live or not obviously, but you're, you live in London. Um, I do. what is it like for you dating? Do you feel like you have some of the same pain and hardship that your character Liam has? Hmm. It's a good question. Um, I might have done when I was younger. I feel like I may have matured as I get older, as obviously as you should do. You should yeah. really be living in the same sort of headspace as you were when you were in your 20s. Um, I would consider myself to be a extrovert when I was younger. I think, I think now with COVID and stuff, it probably made me more introverted. So I'm not as out there as such or determined to make myself out there in a in a dating field, obviously I am single now, but it's not something that's on my list of things to do right now. It's not a priority for me. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, so be it. But um, obviously I think it makes things a little bit different now. I think social or social media and online dating has made things particularly difficult um, because you kind of have to have the same conversations with people. Um, same jokes. Um, are you funny? Same questions, same answers. Say again. I said, oh, are you funny? Am I, well, I, I think I think I am. Okay. <laughs> um, no, that's so true. No, it's, it's, yeah, it, it makes things difficult. And I, I think as well that, I think the word red flag springs to mind, but I don't really have any red flags like that. I just know that what I'm looking for. And if it's not, if, it, if, I'm not, if I don't see what, if I don't get the vibe 
that I'm looking for early on, I, t- I kind of just tend to switch off. So yeah, um, and that's not being rude. It's just no, you're I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste yeah, and, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not really looking for anything that's casual. Which I think a lot of the, again stereotyping men is I think off the bat people might look at me or, or speak to me and they assume that it might be <laughs> I'm after one thing in the beginning. I don't know whether that's because of their bad experiences or whether that's the vibe I'm putting out there, but it's, it's kind of hard to navigate throughout that. So yeah, I just don't really get involved in it anymore. Yeah, I um, think so, you, yeah. you give off fuckboy vibes for sure. Wow, thank <laughs> you very much for that. <laughs> just joking, obviously. No, that's... No, no, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um so you don't you don't have any like red flags you don't are there any deal breakers you have like for me if someone mm-hmm. I don't know because I feel like on the apps people like if they have pictures of them with kids like I don't want to date someone with kids right now like that's not something I'm interested in not like a red flag but just like yeah something. it's I can agree with you there so I'm not against dating somebody with children I have done it before um I wouldn't say it's something that I would want to do again, but I'm not adverse to the idea of it. It's not my go-to thing. Yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, I think if I saw, for example, if there were, it would never happen, but if there was exactly the same person and one had kids and one didn't have kids, I'm more likely to go for the person who doesn't have kids. Yeah. Um, so it's, but that's not, I don't know how to explain that. It's, it's just, it's difficult to like what it is if what I've noticed with people with, with kids is that it's hard to find time to date and then also know that obviously their child always comes first and that's that's always gonna be the, the situation that I'll, yeah. I'll never expect otherwise from that. But um yeah, it's just hard to find the time. You can't really do the things you want to, like go on holidays and stuff like that. It just makes it put it puts a strain on things. So I yeah. tend not to get involved in life I can help it. Um, any other things I won't do? <laughs> um, if, actually, I'll ask you, have you got anything that you won't do? And I'll see where I can try and match those. Um, smoking cigarettes is like a huge no. Okay. Uh, if someone's like a misogynist and racist, that's a no. But can you tell that off the bat or do you have to figure that out after a while? Well, funnily, like... Sometimes you can. <laughs> Sometimes you can tell. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like Trump supporters, I'm not usually down for. So fine. Um, no, no, I can. I can. I can give you one of mine. Um, so when I was on online dating, there was a particular tagline where I would say, "We'll get on if." Mm-hmm. And obviously, my thing was, if you don't call me, and I had a list of black celebrities that I just don't like being called. I've spent pretty much the last twenty or so years being called them. I know it's all in jest, but I don't particularly like it. Yeah. So if I say don't call me it, and then you, the first thing you say is, "Oh, you look like so and so," then obviously that's a, that's a that's a, and that's and I, I I do get that even now. So if I say don't do it, please don't do it. Um, that's such a slippery slope. I I have a really hard time with the whole like, "Oh, you look like someone," because so many people say I look like other people, and I'm like. Oh, okay, thanks, I guess. I think everyone just says I look like anyone that has blonde hair. But there's been times where people have been like, oh, you look like that girl over there. And I'm like, oh, okay. Have you had Cameron Diaz yet? No, I don't look like Cameron Diaz. Huh? No, I'm I don't just think... saying, have you had him? No, okay. <laughs> oh, why, because she's blonde? 
yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I look like a celebrity. See, I don't, I don't think so either. No. But um, I've had everybody from Kanye West to Jason Derulo. Um, Jason Derulo? Yeah, I don't know why I got that one. So that's, that's more recent, and I'm not sure why. A few, a few UK celebrities as well. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I, I didn't mind it when I was younger, but now I'm beginning to find it. Uh, it's just a little bit, it's a little bit grating on my nerves a little bit. So yeah, well, anytime you hear something over and over again, it gets to be like, oh my god, okay, yeah. like, yeah. but I'm not Kanye West, but I'm not Jason Derulo. Exactly. Can you and dance like well, Jason Derulo? Um, don't know about your profile, but if I spe- if I specify, for example, what I do for a living, it's it's in there. Yeah. And then you ask me what I do for a living, I'm, I'm realizing you're not, your, your detail, attention to detail is a little bit off. Or you just get lazy. It, you don't want to go back and forth. Yeah, and I, and it, yeah it, it bugs me a little bit. I don't know why. I don't know if I'm just getting cranky in my old age, but I just, it's just <laughs> a little things now that I just find that it's just, yeah, if you can't be bothered to read my profile, then. Yeah. And I've read, and I'll always read, I'll always read someone's profile because it, it just gives me more things to talk about. And at least as an opener, yeah. makes things a little bit more easier but if you can't find the time to read two three or two two little boxes then it's probably not gonna work no that's fair but maybe you are getting cranky i don't know yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> um maybe. what are what are like really important things for you like what do you look for in a partner um someone of a sense of humor is very key um i consider myself to be quite a prankster at times oh although as I said I'm getting older I do try and mature out a little bit so I know where the line is in between being serious and not being serious um so it says a few was very very important to me um shared values I would say is important obviously having morals is great um <laughs> yeah morals ambition. are good <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah fine but not everybody has thing is one person's morals and someone else doesn't believe in the same morals for example um can I give you an example now? Like believing in let's, okay, let's okay, let's say let's say that let's say somebody doesn't want to have sex on the first date. That's but a moral? And I do. Well, it's a it's a moral thing to that particular person. They okay. might just not want to do it because it looks like you're easy. And I'm not saying I'm doing that, I'm just saying that's something that no, maybe you, that I'm you might out here feel. in these streets, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but that's a, that's a really bad example to give. But I just mean, if you have things that you believe in and they yeah. don't believe in, it can make things tricky along the way because obviously you can find yourself clashing. Um, I had a, I had, an, I had a, I had a partner, ex-partner who wanted to spend a lot of her time on social media just bitching about people on there, and it yeah. wasn't really a moral thing, which is more I just don't like to judge people like that. It's not really for me. But she insisted on doing it, so we just kind of clashed on it all the time, and yeah, it didn't really work out. So that's what I mean. Just yeah. having consideration for other people is is probably important as well. Um, so you want someone who's a good person? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good person. Um, um, someone who's ambitious. Obviously, no one likes to have somebody who just likes to just rust in the laurels. Um, I'm always willing to encourage somebody if they need the help and. Being able to better themselves, but they need to help. They need, they need to want to do it themselves in the first place as well. Yeah. Um. I, I don't think I want much actually. Just someone just that's normal. I don't think it's asking a lot. Um, no, it's not. But it's really hard to yes, find a normal yes, person. Is. Yeah, it, it is, and 
that for that very reason, obviously I've been single now for just over three years, kind of the three years. That's probably by choice, not because of not looking, but I'm just not in that headspace. And I think a lot of people may not be able to, and obviously COVID as well hasn't helped. Yeah. Um, and I'm more of a face-to-face person. You can, you can you can pick up on body language and facial expression. It's very difficult to do that over text and phone. So yeah, maybe when things go back to normal, maybe I might be back to normal. But who knows? Well, we'll we'll be waiting anxiously, waiting to hear. Thank you, but I'm okay for now. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about it. Um, it's in, yeah. I, I I have a lot of friends who I think are just comfortably single, which is totally cool. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are uncomfortable with that. Like, oh, are, mm-hmm. you, are you dating? No. Why not? Like, because I don't want to. Like, I feel like society thinks, especially for women, like, yeah. why yeah, are I you agree. single? Like, why are you not, like, you're not worried about the fact that you haven't found someone? Um, which I think just puts pressure on people. I think men have that pressure as well. Like, obviously, I'm 35 now, and a lot of my friends or friends or family are, either married with partners with kids and I'm probably the only one of that bunch of them in my large group that that isn't so there is probably an added pressure there um also I can't speak for women because I don't know what that pressure is like but I know for me it's I always had that mind frame of before 30 had to be before 30 and it was that but but obviously it hasn't happened now so now I'm in a situation where if it doesn't happen then so be it but yeah. I, I reckon the last three or four years i was really worried about it not happening but now i'm just it's got to a point where it is what it is um yeah but i, I want to I hopefully i feel like we've come a long way since society where we don't put pressure on each other to get to a certain age and do that stuff i don't find that pressure anymore personally but do you yeah. still feel that pressure um i think it's like residual effects of just I mean I so my parents got married when they were 22 they had my brother when they were 25 me when they were 28 like that I think I was just kind of subscribing to their timeline just because that's what I knew um and like all of their friends had kids young uh but I mean in terms of like my friend group I mean I'm 29 um I have one friend who's having her second kid but that's like it in terms of I guess I have two friends that are married and like a few that are getting married, but it's not, I, I don't feel the pressure yeah. around my small group. Um, I think it's funny. I've been like opening up more to my parents about like dating and yeah. getting their advice. Cause they're, they don't get it at all. Like they met in college and like, that's, that's been it. They're still married. Um, so I've, I've been trying to like explain to them what it's like to date nowadays. And Any stories you want to share? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I've shared some on the podcast. They've been involved in one of my dates. Oh, no, I've heard that. One. So <laughs> is, is, is there anything you've told? Is there anything you've told them that you didn't want to tell them, or you feel like you shouldn't have told them? Or uh, no, I mean, I get some liquid courage and just start talking. Fine. But okay. no, I would never say anything to make them uncomfortable. Okay. But I've opened up about a few people and then without fail, it doesn't work out. So it's like my mom will ask about them for the next year. Like, what about that person? Like, I told you <laughs> we're not talking anymore. It's been a while. So. See, I don't know if that's a cultural thing or not. I don't know if that's because it's obviously within, 
within definitely within the Jamaican culture because really, obviously that's where my my parents were born and stuff. Mm. It's I kind of feel like we keep things to ourselves, so it's not something I really I don't really think I've ever had that conversation with my parents into that detail about my relationship. They know I'm doing it. I'm sure they're pretty much aware of it, but yeah. it's very much a don't talk about it kind of thing. No, I don't it, really it, know. yeah, it is. Um, I just I think I've uh, just decided that I'm gonna. Be annoying. And no, like, but that's more common than you think, though. I think I have a lot of friends now that I probably do that have the ability to do what you're doing. But, and I will say that probably is something that I do look at with envy because it's obviously a typical man. A lot of what I do is I, I probably much, I will always um, keep things to myself. Like bottle it up. So it was, yeah, yeah, bottle it up. So it kind of comes out in the wrong way sometimes. But if you've got a platform to be able to speak, um, and I don't think I've had that. I don't think most men have that, if I can say that. Yeah. Then it kind of, it comes out in other ways. So if you've got that ability to do that, then definitely use it because it, it, will, it will allow you to make decisions that are well thought through. And obviously you've got people that have been through similar situations as well. So it can always give you a do's and don'ts. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah. It's still uncomfortable. I still like, I'm like, oh my God. Because I never, growing up, like, I know, there's some girls who are super close and tell their moms everything. Like that was not me. I would just like sneak around and be like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, like no, I was a good kid. I just yeah, I didn't open up about things. But but you are you are now. I'm an open book now. I have okay. a whole podcast. I told my parents I have you a podcast. Ask them if they want to any more dates. Any more dates recently that you want to? Well, I did a little. I, I filled in the people before. Oh, okay, we fine, fine. Okay, but, okay. Um, yeah, just trying to stay out of messiness is my uh, latest goal. Everyone I meet is like connected. Yes, I have a story. So I don't know how any other people do this, but I know I definitely did it. Um, I shouldn't really even admit to this, but there's <laughs> <laughs> a there's a common theme. So obviously. It's, Tinder and Bumble and stuff like that. So when they started to make money, they also obviously would charge men for the, the, the ability to use it because you only get probably, I think, 15 likes a day. That's a random number, but I don't think as many you get yeah. to swipe. So obviously you've got the ability to pay money if you want to for a membership, and then you get as many likes as you like. But then obviously you need to obviously be patient to find people that you match. So... I used to just swipe right and just see whoever comes back. It's just throwing a net out there, basically, and see. Are you one of the just like? Yeah, <laughs> I don't do it anymore, but that's that's what I used to do when I was a lot younger. Um, and <laughs> I shouldn't even tell the story. Um, do it. Yeah, I swiped right on somebody who, long story short, catfished me. Um. Yeah, I shouldn't be really telling because it's actually in the podcast. But okay, now I'll give you another story. Now I'll give you another one. No, 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 no I can't. I can't give you that one. I can't give you that one because I would give it away. No, I can't give you that one. <sighs> no, so I have another one. No, um, I met somebody who, who lived local to me, and she worked near my current workplace or my old workplace. So I um, we agreed to meet during work. During work. Yeah, and I and I, and I remember. I remember seeing the match I don't remember swiping on her because obviously it was during my swiping moment so um went to meet her during lunch for a drink and 
I had two phones at the time, obviously working in the job I was doing. So I took the wrong phone with me. So I didn't have her number when I was going to meet her in this place. So when I got to the place, I um, couldn't find her. Went inside, couldn't find her. Came outside, still couldn't find her. Obviously, I couldn't call her. So yeah. I, was a bit, I was a bit concerned. And obviously, I thought, you know, I might have to leave. And then I saw somebody on the corner. And I recognized the person. I was like, hmm, I recognize you. And it was this particular person that I was talking to. But the pictures that she'd posted were a good, I'd say, six, seven years old. Oh. Um, and... Yeah, I'm, I've I haven't got I haven't got a I haven't got a body type as such for people. It's just obviously if you, it's whatever it is. Obviously, everyone beauty is in the eye of the beholder, as they say. But obviously, I think I feel like she'd she put herself out there in old pictures, but her current state wasn't at all the same person. So yeah. I felt a little bit duped by it, um, but I still managed to go through with the date. I did obviously ask her why she chose to put the pictures up that she did you and her did? excuse was because well no, i didn't ask her because wow. she asked me if she felt if i felt she looked the same in her pictures and i was like well clearly you do not look the same in your pictures so right. i had to obviously be honest with her uh and i told her oh you look, you, yeah it's kind of the same and she said oh yeah because they were <laughs> oh because they were they were seven or so years old. i was like oh didn't you have anything recent she went yeah but i didn't feel like posting those I was like, okay, fair enough. Obviously, I didn't see her again after that. But yeah. um, I feel like the pressure from online dating means that because there is such a wide net of people in there, it's hard to have a profile on there that someone will see. So you feel like you have to swipe in order to get somebody to give you attention. But then on the other side, in order to be seen by people, you've got to put the best pictures you've ever had on there. And you could well be four or five years old that you were your best person then and you've changed but there's a lot of pressure to try and fit a certain criteria and i don't like it personally i don't know how you feel about it but no i mean i i put recent pictures like i'm gonna pull up mine like i because i don't want to be in that situation where someone's like oh you don't look like your profile like i think i i like i'm i've used all of these pictures are from the the last year Okay. Two of them are from like the last two months. Have you been catfish before? Well, something very similar happened. I talked about it on my last episode where same thing, person had put old pictures and he was significantly heavier. And like I'm the same way, I don't judge on body type. Um sure. but it was just kind of like why why are you gonna do that right off the bat? Because obviously it is uncomfortable because you notice that they look different. Sure. And then I didn't, and I actually ended up dating the kid for like a few months, but. Oh, really? Yeah, that wasn't the issue. The issue was like, he was trying to lie about like smoking cigarettes. Okay. And I'd be like, I know you're, I know you smoked. I can smell it. Like <laughs> it wasn't the catfishing thing, but I mean, it, initially it was like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but I never called him out about it. Yeah, so obviously there's a lot of obviously with the podcast, for example, also I've written it from a, a semi-personal standpoint. So there are some things in there that are personal, some things that probably been embellished. Um I reckon a lot a lot of it is probably from my crazy wacky mind. Um but what I will say is is that as difficult as it is for women, I think it is just as difficult for men sometimes to navigate through our dating world just because there is 
there are so many things out there for women to use, even if it necessarily doesn't work for them. There are magazines, there are films, there are all these different mediums that they've got the ability to at least find similarities in their way of navigating where I don't think it's as, as readily available for men. Or if it is, it literally is about just trying to hop from bedpost to bedpost. Um, and that's, I don't think every man is like that. I think most men probably have a very sensitive side to them, but they don't really know how to show it. Um, and that's, that can obviously then make things difficult because me, me and myself, for example, I know that I'm quite a sensitive person, but I have elements sometimes where I know that I don't really want to show that. So I'll try and show a different side because that seems like more the side that somebody will be attracted to, but I can't maintain that forever. Yeah. So then it kind of, it's a, it's a clash. See, I, I like, I want someone who's emotionally available. Like I like when there's someone that can talk about, not like, let's talk about our feelings, but like <laughs> if they're feeling a type of way or like if I'm feeling a certain way, I can talk to them about it and not them be like, cause I've dated guys where I've told them like, I'm feeling this way. Like I just need a hug. And I've literally said that to someone like, I just need a hug. Can I just have a hug? My boyfriend and my boyfriend was like, I just gave you a hug. And it's like, that makes me feel great. Thanks. Like I, I'd rather have someone who's like, okay, I don't know. I don't understand what you're feeling, but I know that you just said that you need this and I want to help you. Do you, know, do you know how hard that is? The thing is, I, I understand where you're coming from about the hug story situation there. And I just think sometimes men are just so emotionally stunted sometimes that yeah, they we, don't see the wood through, we don't see the wood through the trees. No, because I've been in a similar situation like that where I believe that I was giving somebody all the attention in the world, and but it wasn't enough. But because we just, sometimes we just don't know. Um, and sometimes well, we need to be told. Yeah, communication is key. Or, yeah, communication is very key. Um, obviously, you think knowing that someone needs to give somebody a hug is probably part of human nature. But I don't know. I just I don't know whether it's down to the upbringing that we have as, as from boys to men or not. I, I don't know what it is. But I believe, again, I'm quite a sensitive person. I'll try and care for anybody. But I know I still have my shortcomings in that sense. Yeah. Um, even down to things like quality time, for example, where people might like their hair being touched or their feet rubbed. And for me, I've never done it. So therefore I've never known to then do it for somebody else, but they might like that as their thing. But if you've never had it as part of your normal routine, yeah, you don't really know that it's something to do. So I think we should cut some men some slack sometimes. I think I'm not, no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Men. Oh, they have it so hard. No, oh, I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's easy, but I think when someone, when you're trying to build a relationship with someone and they tell you, Hey, this is really important to me, or, um, it would mean a lot for me if you just did this. And as long as it's not like a ridiculous request, like it would mean a lot for me if you like bought me a trip to Hawaii. Like if I'm just saying, I just would like a hug and you just can't give me a hug. Cause there's a difference between, no, you're right. Like, because I think a lot of times you expect that the person can read your mind and know what you need. And that's like problematic because, again, communication is everything. Like telling someone this is how I'm feeling or telling someone like this is what I need from you now is different than just like waiting and expecting for it to happen. Because I used to do that. I used to be like sit in my room and like be stewing like, oh, like they didn't say this or they didn't do this. Well, how, why would yeah, they? Yeah, that's, that's my problem. Yeah. 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 And, and um, 
the fact that you the fact that you don't do that now is obviously it, it shows obviously shows growth. Um, but obviously there are some people who just still, as you as you say, will just still sit and stew and they'll wait, and yeah. obviously that can cause clashes because, as you said, no one's a mind reader. Yeah. Um, and I've been I've been situations where I've even tried to solve the situation as best I possibly can, but because I haven't said the right thing or produced the right item or just anything that's to me, I would try and resolve it, but to them, it's not enough, and it's it's right. very difficult to navigate. Yeah. So it's that's why I don't really like getting myself involved in new things because obviously you have to try and find out where everyone's pressure points are and where your boundaries are, of course. But I'm just so afraid of, of it going wrong in myself that I don't necessarily really want to put myself out there. Oh. No, 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 it, it happens. Because you know what? It, it kind of leaves very, I reckon for every breakup you have, it leaves a, a, it's a, little, a little dent in your in your soul sometimes. I know it sounds you quite... You think so? That's very morbid. dramatic. I know it does, but I mean, at least for me anyway, I know yeah. it leaves a little bit. Because you said you meet, you give you give someone all your time and obviously if then love gets involved and obviously you've, you're adding more emotion into the situation. But um, I'm not a very good person with... Uh, unattachment like when once once things go wrong I, i'm not i don't do very well in that at all I'll, I'll admit that do you try to stay friends with exes i mean i've tried but I, there's not one no and it's not from it's not through me to just i don't know what it is whether they just hate my guts or, <laughs> or um yeah i don't know or they just realize i'm not the same person they thought i was i, I don't know what the reason is but no there's yeah. not one person that i've been involved with that i still speak to so yeah if you're listening i'm sorry but yeah uh, <laughs> if you're listening i don't like you <laughs> yeah no I, I think it's true. How, about, how about you i've stayed friends with like hookups i okay. there's not really any ex-boy like i've tried like i with my most recent breakup like it was that one was tough because it was initially started as like we're just gonna take some time apart and then i was like that's not fair to me um so but then we try to like stay in touch and then it just it ends up going back i think it just it's hard to not become unhealthy like you i agree because with us it was like the emotional part wasn't couldn't work so then it just like ends up turning into well the physical stuff's still there and then then the emotional stuff gets wrapped up in it so yeah i just decided to kind of cut it off I think it's very difficult after a breakup to maintain it with just the physical side of it because there's always somebody whether and it's again i don't want to sound like i'm, I'm not a guru for all this knowledge but i feel like women might be the more inclined oh. to no no but it's probably because men are like that but men are like that i don't know why i don't know why they're like that i said i if i involve myself with anybody physically now in myself it needs to be an element of emotion behind it or I need it's not going to be just a, a, a one night thing for me because I can't do that um but after a breakup I think it's very dangerous to be getting involved with someone again just yeah. physically because it e either or can still and even the person who doesn't isn't the one who ends it can still obviously get us get themselves hurt by it so um I wouldn't recommend anybody doing that but if you do it then, then good for you but yeah yeah no it's not it's not um but then I also want to recommend a clean break either because, like I said, you spend a lot of time with that person. They know you, you know them. Um, I find it really disheartening to know that you could spend, even if it's six months or a year with somebody and, yeah. and then you just never speak to them again. It's it's a, 
It's really it's a very sad. sad reality. Yeah, it is very sad. It's crazy. I mean, it like it makes sense for you to recognize like, oh, it's not going to work out. But like, I think that maybe that's why I, I try to like stay at least in touch because it, it is really sad. And there's that period of time where you just kind of like feel super lonely because that person that you could call or like reach out to whenever is gone. Oh, it's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not, that's, that's, yeah. What, what have your, um, got your Valentine's plans coming up? Uh, no, it's a Super Bowl. No. Super Bowl tomorrow. Oh, oh, yeah, of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah, you're, you're going to watch? I mean, if I'm awake, of course. Yeah, it'll be like 11 o'clock your time. 11.30. I might watch the halftime show, though. I'm probably, I'm probably more interested in the halftime show. Than yeah, that should be good. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I don't have any Valentine's Day plans. Do you? I'm going to release this <sighs> podcast. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't have anything at all. Um. Again, I'm, I'm, I sound such a miserable person, but I just don't, I don't get caught up in the Valentine's Day stuff as much as I probably would do when I was younger. If I was in a relationship, I probably feel like I probably have to. Oh, um, that's romantic. No, okay, let me not, let me not say that. That's, that's, not, that's not what I meant. No, I would if it, but then again, I don't, so I've been in relationships recently where my partner hasn't wanted to get involved in the Valentine's Day. So it's very yeah. difficult to navigate. And sometimes they say they don't want it, but they really do want it. Yeah, see, that's like the communication. Yeah, That's setting someone up some... for failure. Yes, and I've been done that a lot of times. So Aww. you can imagine why it says I'm a massive complex. I'm walking complex <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, like just um, kind of thinking, because like gift giving obviously is a huge thing. Like I get super uncomfortable like when you first start to get to know someone, it's like hard to know what, like, so I started last year, I was dating someone, we became like official in January. So then like Valentine's Day comes up and it's like awkward. It's like, are they going to get me a gift? Should I get them a gift? Should I get them a gift just in case they get me a gift? But what if I give them the gift and they feel awkward because they didn't get me a gift? It's like a whole thing. It's a, it's a minefield. It yeah. really is a minefield. So then I just um, ended up being like, oh, when you come over, I have a gift. I'm really excited to give you this gift. I don't know, because then at least they know. So do you give, if you gave a gift, do you give a card as well? I usually do, yeah. I do love you have it. to give it, again, see, this is why I don't, I don't, as I said, I'm, I'm terrible at dating quite clearly. Because <laughs> if I give the gift and I forget the card, I feel like the gift kind of is fine because yeah. it's, but then I've had situations where I didn't get a card, so then it was like, oh well, the gift's not enough because the card needs to. It's just weird. Who are I, you I don't, dating? I, don't even... I know, right? Divas. Um, My uh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Even 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 at Easter, for example, like I forgot to buy an Easter, Easter? egg one year. Yeah, I forgot to buy an Easter egg. Oh, um, what? <laughs> honestly, I got in so much, got in so much trouble because she bought me one and I didn't buy her one. But what is an Easter because egg? Because I didn't know. Easter egg, you know what Easter egg is? It's just a chocolate egg. And that that was make or break. I mean, it wasn't make or break, but it wasn't it was an argument starter because I didn't I didn't buy any I didn't buy an Easter egg. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> Wait, that's yeah. blowing my mind right now. <laughs> Easter, like it's Easter. Yeah, true story. That's so true crazy. Story. I've never bought a boyfriend but an Easter gift. I think it's a cultural thing, though, or, or or it might be, or I believe it to be, is because that particular person had it in her past. Okay. I think she then deemed that that was the normal thing to do. Yeah. 
So when I didn't do it, it made me the abnormal person, even though I would consider not buying an Easter egg as a, a, a not a, a non-starter thing. It's not something to worth arguing about. But is it like a hollow egg? Yeah. Or yeah. Yes. A is there egg. something in it? Yes. Uh, you can do. You can have other. Bits. I mean, it depends on what you buy, but. Um, yeah, just at least normal, as a normal chocolate egg. That was it. It must be like a British thing. Massive argument. Massive argument. Oh. Yeah. No, I've never, mm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of selfish to expect presents. Um, I Gift giving in general, like I'm not, I'm not the best gift giver. And I have friends that are really, really, really good gift givers. And I'm like, oh my God, you put so much thought into this. And I need to be better about it. Or people will be like, oh my God, I, I saw this and I just got it for you because it made me think of you. And I'm like, I suck as a person. That never happens. Thing is, I'm I'm probably like you in that sense. I don't like receiving gifts. I feel like it's it makes me I feel like I just don't deserve it. Oh. I feel like someone's put money, no, because it's their money in their in their time, right? So I don't think I mean I'll accept it, don't get me wrong, but I'm just yeah. it won't I'll I'm always humble by stuff. Like I, I never ever wanna because it's it's their time and they put their thought and, and effort into it. But I'm more the other way around. Like I would definitely always I'm I'm quite a gift giver. And if it's not something that I've bought, it's definitely something I've made. I'm obviously quite a creative person. So um I definitely try and make like little collages or videos, just a little of, of moments, just That's cute. stuff like that, memorable moments. Um What's the best gift you've things. ever given? For it's a tough one that because I've given quite a few gifts. Uh, I would say, <laughs> I would say, I created a video card. So when you open it, it has video playing in it, right? What? And it's I know, super right? high tech. Yeah, just 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 go with me a second. <laughs> one. So uh, it's a video card, so it's like a book, and you when you open it, it plays video. Yeah. Um, and I contacted five or six actors and actresses of this particular person's favorite actors and actresses to give give this person a special message like a cameo and i created it into it by a cameo for example yes by a cameo and then i created it into a whole video and a whole collage and i gave that as a gift uh, that's a really good gift it was a thank you very much mm-hmm. um yeah thank you very much it was very it was very in my opinion the offer was very heartfelt um yeah, that's, that's probably the best because the reason why I say it's probably the best gift I've made because it took a lot of time to, Were they to like put together. Famous celebrities, famous actors and stuff? Um, one was the guy from Cool Run-Ins, you know, the guy who... The Jamaican bobsled? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're all Jamaican bobsleds, but yeah. It's particular... well, no, that's the name of the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was one of the guys from there. One of the main guys from there was one of them. That's cool. Um, and... Emily something from uh what's that what's that show called? What's the show when ah oh, gonna caught me off guard here. It's a musical, it's got John Travolta in it. Um A show? A yeah, a musical. And he, he's a cross dresser. Not Greece, no, not Oh, not hairspray? Hairspray, oh, yes. Okay. The main girl from the main girl from that. She did a message from me in that one as well. Uh who else did I have? I had one of the guys from This Is Us. Do a message for me. Who? Which one? Um, he played. Oh, what's his? Sorry, I'm really putting. He on was the, spot. the girls. He, do you know what? Do you want? Do you watch his us? Do you yeah, watch it? I used to. Okay, 
he played again I'm bad with names here he played the girls <laughs> he played the girl's boyfriend you know what I mean the girl's boyfriend so not the sister the it, sister it was it was her boyfriend he had panic attacks and stuff what was his name Toby Toby Aww. yes Toby did a message for me yes that's cute Toby did a message for me and then uh one person from have I got no is a panel show where they do sketches. There's another one, and the guy from the guy from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. What? Oh, okay, I'm gonna cut this part Can out so no one ever expects anything like that from me. What's that? What do you mean? That's a really good gift. I yeah. thought like my gift that I gave for Valentine's Day last year was really good. It was one of those cards when you open it, it pops out at you. It's a great gift, by the way. I oh. love those cards. Are you joking? Was that sarcasm? No, I'm serious. No, oh, I love right. those cards. I, I, I find, yeah. yeah, I find them amazing. Just to have somebody open it and then jump is is hilarious to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Well, that that was my version of what you gave. The <laughs> <laughs> uh. thing is, the thing is, by doing stuff like that, though, it means that every time you give a gift, you've got to try and one up yourself each time, and it just yeah. gets it gets drained. It gets draining because then you've got to try and. That's why I said the bar. The I said the yeah, bar low. It does. It does. So. <laughs> I might follow an example in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Next time, just give like, I don't know, a hand drawn card. I'll tell you one of the reasons why I don't do normal things to me because obviously I'm, I don't really get myself into relationships that often. So when I do, obviously I'm, I'm all in and I'm obviously going to make a, as much effort as I can to. At least one maintain it but two at least keep it sounds really bad to say that but keep that person interested but also to it's just about memories for me it's also about just making sure that every time you spend with that person is worthwhile and memorable so um yeah it's all about making another person feel well but i also get my pleasure oh you're right there yeah i'm good <laughs> <laughs> It is also I get my I get my satisfaction in a relationship from seeing someone else happy, and that's even through friendship or otherwise. It's it's always about to me. I'm always a, I'm always a trying to be a selfless person. Wow. I don't know why I'm single sometimes. Actually, funny enough. You said it's weird. It, it's probably because you're too humble. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're yeah. humiliated. Oh, probably. Your, your yeah, humility is overwhelming. <laughs> my goodness. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> well. <laughs> This, I was just going to ask, like, what you think your love languages are. If you subscribe to love languages, I'm, like, on the fence about. All of them. You can't be all of them. Have you taken the test? You can't be coached I mean, you, I you have can. I test. You have? What are your. I think mine was, I think mine was, what are they again? <laughs> so there's <laughs> acts of service, gift, gifts, um, quality time. Is gifts one? Yeah. Okay. Wait, so quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, gifts, and acts of service. I think mine was acts of service. But I have elements of my character that is all of those. No, yeah. And Although, actually, physical, physical touch, I don't think I have that. I don't know why. It's I, really? I don't know. You know, I don't think I have that in me. It's it's um, it's something I'm a little bit concerned <laughs> I'm a little bit concerned about. You don't like, I don't know like, if it's a male physically... thing either. Yeah, yeah, I can do it for somebody else, but I just don't, I just don't know, I don't know when the right time to do it is, it's just, it's just, I don't know, it's a weird thing to have. Like, like just 
like pat someone on the shoulder like, yeah so I'm, um, I'm happy to give somebody for me physical touch is just giving somebody a hug and that probably shows how stunted i am but as i said before giving somebody a foot rub or, or giving them a head I, I just don't do that because i've never ever done it before so therefore yeah. i wouldn't consider that as something that somebody likes because because you don't like no one's it. ever really asked for it i mean i don't like it because i don't have any hair of my own and <laughs> I'm quite against I'm quite against feet as well, so I don't really like touching I don't feet like feet either. Personally. Yeah. I don't like people touching yeah, my feet. Um sure as hell not gonna <laughs> touch your feet. Oh no, no thank you. But no, I like, also, I like getting when my... someone gives you a Yeah, what? I don't really I'm, I don't do it. When someone gives you a you know when they give you a touch and they keep doing the same area and over and over again, you're on, it just gets a bit sore. I just don't like doing it. So I don't like it, so therefore I don't feel like somebody else needs to enjoy it either. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So physical touch is like your one that you don't that would be like way down here in terms of I mean I could I mean I could do it. I'm I'm quite a person that likes <laughs> I, to I could touch you, it's okay. No no I... <laughs> <laughs> I could do it. Like I'm just I'm the sort of person where I just I I'm a I like to be the lead in a relationship, but I can also take the lead. I'm not the sort of person where I need to have it my own way all the time. It's never like that. So if someone can just explain to me what it is that they want, and then I'll just work my way around it, I can I can figure that out. But I can't just guess because I'm just I'm going to get it wrong. I will get it wrong. Yeah. And I think a lot of men just do that. They just feel like they have to try and fit a particular criteria or a certain standard, and they either can't reach that standard or they see what other people are doing. Because a lot of my friends, I don't believe they're – I don't – Sorry, people listening that know me for this, but I don't think my friends are as romantic as me. So a lot of them will try and ask me what they can do to, as examples, for their partners. And I think, well, I can't give you what is best for your partner because everyone's different. Yeah. But then... Don't you think that's unfair, though, for, like, someone to have these this whole, like, monologue in their head about, like, I need to do this, 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 because, like, I won't live up to this person's expectations. Like, I feel that that puts the other person... Like you're having this whole conversation with yourself and you're not including that other person in the conversation and it's about your relationship. I feel like that's not really fair. Because it literally takes like, hey, what do you need? This is what I need. Yay. But you're like having this whole conversation, inner dialogue, and you're not including. No, no, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. But obviously I I know I, I know I base a lot of my relationship stuff from Disney films. That's, that's well, that's I'm your problem. I think that's that's If you could be a Disney that's, prince, that's, who would you be? So that's that's a horror, probably Aladdin. Aladdin's cute. I'd fuck with Aladdin. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really choosing because of his how he looks. Probably just I feel like I'm the underdog. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true at all. That's, that's not. I'm not <laughs> no, that's not completely right. Okay. No, that's not true at all. Uh, when I pick Aladdin, I think the other princes are just a bit. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. They're all like really. Robin Hood, maybe Robin Hood. Could be Robin Hood. Is he a prince? I don't think he's I, a prince. Well, I know, but he's he's pretty cool. So. Is he a prince? I don't um, know. I'm not like I'm not a Disney expert, so I'm not trying to have people yell at he's, me. He's not he's not a prince, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose him anyway. That's probably because it's my character. So. So you just are um, someone who steals. Apparently, because <laughs> Aladdin and well, yeah, but he has morals because he steals for the he steals for the good people. Okay, so you're just a you're a I'm good klepto. A, hero is the probably word I probably use. Oh, you say klepto. 
or I say fuck okay. Jason Hero, same thing. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, I feel like if I was going to be a princess, I would be either Jasmine or Esmeralda. I don't know if she's a princess. Esmeralda's, Esmeralda's from Hunchback. Yeah, she's cool. Okay. I don't think I don't know if she's a princess, but she's like. I think she's a thief as well, actually, but I'm not sure. Well, I fully admit that I like steal things for fun sometimes. Just she joking. stole Cosimo's heart. Oh. But... Um, I'm stealing everyone's mm. heart out here. <laughs> uh, but, um, no, but in all I feel like a lot of our childhood, and I'm not about for you, but I, I know a lot of my ideas of relationships came from stuff that I would see on TV. So watching The Goonies, um, Honey, I Shot the Kids, stuff like that, where you'd have, at some point, the main guy in there would get the goal. I'd always, but I think I'd base my idea of relationships on that. It was, it's never like that. So you're Rick so Because I spent a lot of my time... Say again. I said, so you're Rick Moranis? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not. No. If I was going to say a celebrity that you look like, I would say Rick Moranis. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. Just joking. <laughs> Let me add that to my list of things not to call me for the future, so that oh, one okay. No. Um, no, I'm only really, really joking. Um. Yeah, I think it's, it's tough. It, it, it is tough because I know I know that I definitely have a warped idea of relationships. And because I didn't cause I spent much of my, obviously what would be high school for you, um, trying to chase people that were never interested in me. I didn't have that time in, and to try and trial and error. There was, no, there was no trial and error for me. It was all just, this is what it should be. It's what I'm aspiring to. And then when you get older and don't get that, that is still all you know. So. You still you're still aspiring for something that is impossible to get to. Yeah. And after that, after that, you're yeah, you're literally trying to have a fairy tale ending. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. And, it's, and unfortunately, life isn't like that, as you already know. Yeah. So. Certainly not. Not for me. <laughs> I think it can only be like that if you're like really rich, which I'm trying to be. Well, this podcast is doing well. I'm 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 obviously I will say that. Obviously, I'm very I'm enjoying your podcast. Not because I'm on it, because of that was. <laughs> It is, it's, it's good to have a perspective um, and obviously yours is very down to earth it's very relatable um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so please please continue it please I do. will well thank you for being on it I know I've been excited I've been waiting for our conversation even though we chatted a little bit before we did we did and it's very and obviously I'll, I'll, I'll say um, it's a bit of a shame that obviously this you live where you live and I live where I live. Um, also, I, I do believe you and I got on got on quite well. Yeah. Um, unless, I'm, unless I'm wrong about that. but It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, long distance <laughs> things. It's, it's just a... And I was, you, you put a post up on your Instagram recently about it. And I said, I'm not against long distance stuff, but everyone needs to be on the same page with it. It's, yeah. it's tough. Well, I've it's done long distance like 300 miles away from someone, like a six-hour drive. And that was tough. Mm. But a plain, a plain journey is probably pushing it. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Unless, like I said, unless I was rich and I didn't have to work. But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, well, you heard it here first. Could have been power couple. It's very true. <laughs> Esmeralda and Moranis. Yeah, it would have been amazing. Oh, what a couple. That would be so yeah. cute. <laughs> Picture that. 
That's what it would be. You, yeah, you'd have to be like the little weenie and I'd have to be like the powerful, strong woman that just bossed you around. I don't think you're into that, so it wouldn't work out anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> probably not. Uh, and, and that's another thing I will touch on as well is that there are so many different avenues of, of in relationships of people being like, I'm okay. Somebody the other day gave me a, a um, questionnaire about what you're like in relationships. So it's been the, the stag and all these different terms. I just had no idea what these things are. And I'm just, my mind is completely blown by it all now because there's Wait, so many different. Is it something you can say? Never heard these, these terms? No, no, no. I've, say again? I've heard of a stag, but like it's, it, it was a questionnaire. Questionnaire to try and figure out what I am as an individual. And can I, you send I think it? mine turned out to be vanilla. Mine was vanilla in the end. So whatever vanilla means, that's what I was. It literally just said um, you're vanilla. Yeah, it said vanilla. Wait, can you send what, this yeah, to me? I wanna I, mean, I wanna do it. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll try and find this. If I come up vanilla, I'll be pissed. Why would you wanna not be why would you wanna be anything other than vanilla? Ooh, it's boring. That's what vanilla means. Vanilla means boring, right? I don't think it means boring. I mean, vanilla's nice. It just, I just, yeah, but I just don't want to, do you know what it was? There's stuff in there that was like, I, I, like I can be a dominant person, but I know when to obviously not be like that. And that's why I'd probably see, I'm, I haven't got like a, a stag mentality or a, a daddy mentality, all these different things that I'm just not. A daddy mentality? Well, that's what some of the stuff was in there. And I'm oh, like, is this well, just, I don't consider... is this more geared towards like men? No, it was a, it was a spectrum of, Oh, I want to be, I want to come out as daddy. I think I'm daddy mentality. Oh, well, I think yours probably would be domin- dominatrix, right? That's probably the, oh. the, fe- the female. Okay. Is that a female word for it? I just instantly think so, of like dungeon dominatrix, like BDSM. Yeah, again, again not, not, not my thing. Sorry. So again, not, not, <laughs> not my thing that. either, but <laughs> each their own. Um, but yeah, no, send that to me. I want to see it. We'll do. We'll okay. do. I'll, I'll, I will do that. Maybe you can have a laugh. Yeah, I'll put. I'll and try, and try and aspire to be something that it's vanilla is the best way forward. Though, I promise you. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've been trying. It's just to... Yeah, I've been trying to be more vanilla in my dating life because I've just been real messy lately. So. Yeah, I, um, you keep saying this, and I've heard this a lot. But I, I don't get that impression from you. And I, I maybe it's just my 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 bullshit radar is probably off i don't i don't know but i'm not bullshit i'm very real no i know <laughs> no i know that i don't believe you to be someone who is a messy person or, or I, it may just be the other people yeah let's blame the other people i like that okay fine i'm just an innocent. i mean I, obviously I, I know enough about you enough to give that impression but i could be wrong but i don't think you're a messy person personally. no i just think i'm in a messy situation and i'm extracting myself from it being mature and responsible. Okay. Trying. Good. Doing my best. Good. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm really proud of myself. I made it through the the whole episode not mocking your accent. Because usually when I talk to people... Max is amazing. How dare you? Not mocking. Not in a bad way. But no, when I talk I'm to people... Okay. okay. If I'm I did, I, you probably... You're nice. You wouldn't get mad. But I, without fail, like end up talking to someone with an accent. And then I end up like adopting their accent. I need to like, especially Boston. I think mine's, I think, yeah, I think mine's quite hard to adapt. I don't want to try to do yours because it would sound awful. Wait, can um, you do it? No, yeah, I'm not going to attempt to do, do it, it, please. It would, it would sound probably 
Asian or just it was something off. I wouldn't I wouldn't get it right. I'm terrible at accents, honestly. I really, really? am. So no. I'm actually Please good at accents. I won't I won't. I won't. No, go for it. Go on. Go on. Try it. What do you want me to say? Um Lyndon Cole is the best podcast out there ever. Lyndon Cole after has mine, the best podcast after mine. ever after mine. It's not bad. I'm I'm vanilla. <laughs> Okay, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I really enjoyed chatting with you. I'm happy that everyone got to hear from you. Um, everyone, you. everyone should go listen to the Icarus Complex. So you're in season three. You have a lot of episodes out already. You're grinding. Sorry, say again. You're like grinding out episodes. Yeah. So it's now there's ten episodes this season. Um, and I think we're down to the fourth one was released on Tuesday. So five will be next week. Okay. I got to catch up. I'm still, I forget what number I'm on, but it usually, so it's finally getting nice out here. I usually like listen to podcasts when I go on walks outside. So I'll get back into that for sure. Um, question, question for you quickly. Are you, are you at all, are you at all? Feeling sorry for the main character at all? Do you ever do you see any relatable things in yourself, or is there anything in there that you, or are you just dead against men that you just feel like this person's just? Am I? Do you think I'm dead against men? No, no, no. Obviously, you and I have talked about this character before, and obviously, uh-huh. the opinion you have then gave me the impression that you just, you just, maybe it's how I've written it or how I deliver. It, I don't know, but um, I would like to think because what I'll be honest with you, this wasn't written for. Is written from women as a given an insight into how men think. That's how I was. That's how I was first written. But I'm now finding that my target audience was women, but it's the complete opposite now. I've released it. Like I'm finding more men are reaching out to me saying, "Oh, I think like that," or "I've been through that," and women are saying to me, "Oh, this guy's an asshole," or "Oh, this is this," or "Yeah, oh, I feel sorry for him, but so." I haven't gotten this, to a part know, where I don't. Well, so I feel in the beginning, like when you kind of learn, like what what he comes up in, like being like the only black student in a predominantly white school. Like I, I feel for him in that sense, like his situation I feel for Fine. his, I don't like, and I, again, I don't know if you wrote it like this on purpose, but just like the way that he speaks about women is very off-putting. Okay. Like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it's very based in, physicality which men are very like attracted to correct but there's just times where i'm like ew like if someone was talking someone was talking and like telling me this story i'd be like ew you're kind of a dick like why do you think that you're all that i I think that's what happens a lot like as he's telling the story i'm just like why do you think that you're all that because i would i mean again i'm not spokesperson for men at all but I, I, I would like to think that at some point every man has had that self-belief in themselves where they feel like they are like that. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like with this character, or at least how I tried to write it, it's sometimes the things that he goes through is of his own doing, but sometimes I feel like it's a matter of circumstance as well. And Do you want me to feel bad for him? No, I don't, but I just, it's, it's, it's well, no, to a degree I do, or at I least like it's a do. little bit under... <laughs> No, you know what? I, I do. I do. Because at the end of the day, I feel like everybody, 
everyone has a story to tell and sometimes the things that have happened to you in your past can dictate your future yeah um so but then it's difficult for you to one probably to not appreciate but um that's what i'm looking for not appreciate it's really empathize empathize with him because obviously you don't have that mindset where again most men do look at people with the physical mind and sense and it's that's how that's how we're kind of wired sometimes but sometimes everyone isn't sometimes men aren't like that but that's all they show and that's all they've that's all they know so that's kind of why it's written like that because that is the main thing some obviously that's what social media is like as well online dating the first thing we do all do is look at the picture it's not someone's statement is how they look physically physically and i feel like men probably do that more because that is yeah so i'm yeah. sorry if it offended anybody by having it in there like that um but i feel no, like the physical, the physical, i think well, it just, can be because... i think you, i think you want me to really like him and I, 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 I really don't right now. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really don't. Because it's not a likable character at all. But okay. I just, I do feel like that that might be a bit of a misunderstood. Oh, um, poor guy. But yeah, but I know. But anyway, <laughs> we, dig- we digress. It's we okay. Digress. I'm sure there's people who listen to this podcast and don't like me. But look, unlikely, look, unlikely, unlikely, because I'm so awesome. So, but sometimes. Oh, Okay. <laughs> All right. Last thing that I'm gonna have you do before you go. If go you could only if like dating apps were just you could describe yourself in three words, no pictures, no like it was literally like I am blank blank blank. What would you say? Ooh, I am funny. Okay. I've yet to One. see it, but <laughs> <laughs> I am caring and I am considerate. Okay. They're my three things. That's a good that's a good profile. For any of our London listeners, get at Lyndon. He's funny, he's caring, and he's what was the last one? Considerate. 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 Considerate? No, considerate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what are your three? Um, not a good listener, because I couldn't remember what your last one was. I no, I would say I'm sarcastic. Maybe that shouldn't be my first would you, one. Would you want to put that on your profile <laughs> the first thing someone sees though? No, that would be like maybe my third one. I'm <laughs> I don't know. Tough, <laughs> I'm like tough, right? I'm an yeah, asshole, yeah. I'm sarcastic. <laughs> um it is hard because i don't want to like toot my own horn because i was like i'm considerate people that know me would probably be like i think i'm considerate i'm patient patient in certain aspects of my life as a teacher like okay fine okay i'm a totally different person when i'm teaching my kids think i like don't swear i it was my question for you you don't get to turn it back on me you no, have your, your whole question game. You're not supposed to ask the same question back. Oh, we didn't play that game today, did we? No, we didn't. Mm, it's a good little game, yeah. Yeah. So, for anyone else that is getting to know someone, you should play the question game, which is explain it. 
and then I'll let you go. Yeah, I say I don't know if I want to explain it because it's my game, and I feel like if I if I didn't no, but if I explain it, then if I want to play it with somebody in the future, they'll be like, oh, but somebody else's game. It's my unique. Okay, I'll, I'll explain it. I'm, I'm being, I'm being Ch- like honestly, it. chances that someone that is <laughs> listening to this podcast is going to be the person that you're getting to know. Probably pretty slim, um, because I don't have like that many followers. But in the off well, chance that you need to have high aspirations, and it's a very good podcast, so I'm sure things will change. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But I'll tell okay. you anyway. So it's called Five Questions. It's a good, I used to play it when I would meet um, fellow actors and actresses in shows for rehearsals. It's a little more an icebreaker. Um, and the premise behind the game is you get to ask each other, oops, uh, five questions one at a time, back and forth, um, about anything you like. And I say anything you like, it's not stuff like what's your favorite food, because you can ask that anytime. It's just stuff that you would normally ask somebody when you first meet them but it has a few rules to it. So one, whatever the questions are or the answers are, you cannot comment on. You can also, and there are no repercussions for whatever you answer or ask. And also there, do you remember the rest of it? You can't ask the same question back. Yes, every question has to be unique. So yes, so. I'm just realizing that's a little problematic. Like what if you ask someone, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? And they said like, I murdered someone. Just kidding. Well, that was very dramatic. Well, well, no, no. But well, then you, well, then you know that person is not for you, right? Unless that is your thing. Yeah. Um. But the idea is, it just it, it breaks the ice. Um. It shows you what someone's thinking. Um. And it allows people to just be comfortable with each other, and builds trust. It's a trust game. It's yeah. A good little trust game. So yeah, I recommend it. A good little trust game. Good. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. What. <laughs> Anyways, that mocking, that I, mocking, not mocking, um, okay. admiring out loud. Thank you. By thank you. Imitating you. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on and, and talking with us. Um, You're very welcome. And yeah. So again, I'm I'm gonna link your um, podcast in the show notes for people so they can find it easily. But it is available on like all podcast platforms. Yeah. Every single podcast platform going. Yes, it is. So Apple, that... Google, Spotify. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I'm not doing a very good job today of plugging my stuff, but that's not the reason why I came on it today. It was more just to have a chat with you. So yeah. thank you for having me on. It's very much. I'm looking forward to this one for a good coffee, good few weeks. So much appreciated. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we can do this again. I would love that. All right. Thank Bye. you. Well, thank you so much again to Lyndon Cole for joining us for this episode today. It's a conversation I've been looking forward to having and was so much fun to have. Uh, Definitely check out his podcast. It's very, very, very cool. And you can definitely share with us your opinions on the the character in the show, Liam, because, you know, I had my opinions of him and I would love to hear what you guys think. And I'm sure Lyndon would love to hear it as well. I just wanted to end the episode by shouting out my first monthly supporter. Uh, It means literally so much to me. So thank you, LJ, for becoming a supporter. If you want to be cool like LJ, you can go to Anchor and become a monthly supporter for any amount of money. But, you know, I don't don't normally feel comfortable like asking for money. So if, if that's not something that you can do, 
uh, just follow me on Spotify. That would be great. If you can throw me a, a five-star review, that would mean so much. But just keep listening. I'm going to be better about getting episodes out a little bit more regularly. I really do enjoy doing this, and I hope you guys enjoy listening. If you have any suggestions, anything that you'd like to hear on the podcast, definitely reach out. Uh, you guys have been answering my my polls on Instagram lately. Just love to hear what you guys think and your opinions on all things dating and stuff like that. So even if your way of supporting me is just following me on Spotify, follow me on Instagram at dating will be the death of me. Any support is so appreciated. This literally was just, you know, supposed to be something for fun and it is, it's so fun, but if I can, you know, make it into something big and, and successful, that is so cool. So thank you all so much for your support and uh, look out for the next episode and happy Valentine's Day for anyone who's celebrating, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, a situationship, whatever. Enjoy the day. Do something good for yourself. Um, you know, you are worthy of love. And on that corny note, bye.